0: Good morning. Happy Christmas Eve Eve. Thanks for joining me for some Christmas cheer. Is anybody excited for Christmas? On a lunch break, so I can't stay whole time but wanted to get some Christmas Eve Eve cheer. Yes! That's hilarious. I love it. Um I am all about the Christmas Eve Eve cheer. So Cheers to that. I'll just imagine that you have a beverage in your hand as well, and we just had a mutual cheers. Um, Let's talk about the Christmas story. Uh, let's pull away from the marketed Christmas and steal away from into the fields where the angels and the shepherds encountered one another. That's where I want to be this morning. I want to be in the real Christmas cheer. I want to move away from the um, big, huge Christmas production of all the things, the shopping and the gifts, although that's fun and the Christmas tree, and the Santa Claus, and the reindeer, and the carols, and all the things. Let's, let's, let's go to the fields. Yes, let's go to the, to the heart of the Christmas story. We're going to be in Luke 2, because there is no other place to be this morning. Um, We're going to start in verse 6, Luke 2, verse 6. When they arrived in Bethlehem, Mary and Joseph and Jesus. Let's not forget him. Mary went into labor and there she gave birth to her firstborn son. Wow. To the fields we go. Yes. The hills are alive (laughs) with the sound of G. Okay, listen, stop distracting me. (laughs) I was actually thinking over the river and through the woods. To the shepherd's fields we go anyway after wrapping the newborn baby in strips of cloth they laid him in a feeding trough since there was no available space in any upper room in the village i like it i like the passion translation because brian simmons gets into the history of all things and um lays out that this wasn't like a true hotel or an inn as we would know it, but there was no upper room, no space for them to be. Um, so what did they do? Naturally, naturally, Mary gives birth in a barn. Naturally, because that's not weird. Listen, I have given birth six times six times. And although uh, the hospital isn't the most comfortable place to be with all the people in and out and, you know, all up in your business, I still would take that over a barn birth. Mary is heroic. Don't we all give birth in a barn? No, no, Tiffany, we do not. (laughs) Uh, verse eight that night in a field near Bethlehem there were shepherds watching over their flocks these guys they're just minding their own business they're doing what they do I, I I want to let's like paint a picture here let's use our imagination and understand that these shepherds were just caught up in the mundane of life. They're just doing what they do. How many of you show up day after day just doing what you do? They weren't expectant. They weren't anticipating anything. My goodness, they were probably just showing up so that they could put food on their tables. It was just the demand that was put on their life. They just showed up. They forgot to dream, most likely. They forgot to dream. They'd given up on on dreaming of anything better, anything beyond the fields and the sheep. They just showed up. They're just doing the thing that they do. Are you caught up in the mundane? Have you forgotten to dream? I just think that it's pretty stinking amazing. Well, let's read this and then we'll go there. Suddenly. You're just minding your business, right? You're just doing what you do. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appears. I I think that these stories are, these stories are crazy. People just doing what they do. And then suddenly an angel of the Lord shows up. Fascinating. The the angel of the Lord appears in radiant splendor before them. In radiant splendor. Listen, I could show up in like the best radiant splendor that I have access to, and it's not going to touch this, right? Have you ever like been taken by someone's appearance? Like, oh my goodness. My, My daughter got married last spring and I felt like that. Oh, she was breathtaking. But this is radiant splendor straight out of the throne room. Appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God. It's nighttime. Pitch dark, like black. I'm sure that they can barely even like make out the shape of the sheep. It's dark. And all of a sudden, that angel of the Lord shows up in radiant splendor and they light up the field with the blazing glory of God. It's interesting, isn't it? The shepherds weren't dreaming of the day, they weren't looking for encounter. They weren't hungry for the Lord. But God was hungry for them. Isn't it just, I think it's so bizarre. Just these common folks doing what they do. And God showed up. God chose them. So even if you forgot to dream, even if you've just been showing up in the best capacity that you can, don't underestimate God's ability to show up in radiant glory. Don't underestimate his ability to light up your field. Gosh, in a blazing glory. Oh my gosh. And the shepherds were terrified. Terrified. Can you imagine? They were terrified. The fear of the Lord overcomes them. And they're probably thinking a hundred empty thoughts all at once. You know what I'm talking about? Your mind is racing, but you can't really form anything. They're not expectant. They're caught off guard by the most amazing moment He lit up the field with blazing glory. You guys, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when I have like glory dust on my hands or on my face and my body, I'm like, (laughs) right? But this is a field lit up with the blazing glory of God. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them saying, Guys, don't be afraid, for I've come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard, and it is for everyone, everywhere. The most joyous news that the world has ever heard. An entire host of angels show up in the blazing glory of God, lighting up a field in radiant splendor to share with the shepherds who just were doing what they do to offer them the most joyous message that the world has ever heard. Don't underestimate God. When he has put a demand on our lives, He'll show up however he wants. Amazing. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. How many times did they say that? Don't be afraid. This is God's plan for your life. That that you be the ones to hear the most joyous news that the world has ever hosted. Oh my gosh! For today in Bethlehem, A rescuer was born for you. Now, these are good Jewish boys. They've heard. They've heard. But more than likely, they're just going through the motions. They're just doing what they do. They're just checking the boxes. I'm going to say a little prayer today because that's just what we do. Did you guys see that? There is a fly in here. I don't know why. Don't know where it came from. But every once in a while, it flies right in front of a camera on my laptop. Welcome, fly. I think it's just, it's excited about the most joyous news. Now it's sliding down my screen. Anyway, I'll stop giving you the play-by-play of my fly. Fly. shoe fly. Anyway. Um... A rescuer was born for you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. There's a, there's a lot that's, having, that's going on here for these guys because they're terrified. Their world has just been lit up by angels and the blazing glory of God. And now they're being offered the most joyous news that the world has ever heard. Amazing, amazing. You will recognize him by the miracle sign. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a feeding trough. Now that's amazing. It's amazing because we look at circumstances like that as less than. We look all around ourselves and we judge the things that are going wrong in our lives. And if you think for one minute that Mary wanted to give birth to God in a barn, you're crazy. Don't glamorize the story. But the angel of the Lord tells the shepherds You will recognize him based on this miracle sign. Don't just read through things. Ask questions. Why is this a miracle sign, God? A baby will be born in a barn and you'll find him wrapped in strips of cloth. The only thing she had access to and he's going to be lying in a feeding trough. Interesting. This is a miraculous sign. This is the miraculous sign. You'll recognize him. You're going to recognize the king of all kings, the Lord of all lords, God of the universe, the one who created everything that surrounds you, the thing that is holding you together right now, the very word of God, the very words of God that is holding your being together right now. The only reason that you can experience everything that is surrounding you right now It's wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a feeding trough. And this is your miraculous sign, shepherds. Don't overlook what's happening all around you. This was the miraculous sign for the shepherds. It wasn't the fact that the angels were lighting up the field in the blazing glory of the Lord. It was that you will find the Savior wrapped in strips of cloth, lying in a feeding trough. That's the miraculous sign. Wow. What a gospel. What a gospel. The most joyous news that the world has ever heard just hit the shepherds. And within that, he tells them that the miraculous sign is that you will find the king of kings lying in a feeding trough. Amazing. Verse 13, then all at once, a vast number of glorious angels appeared, the very armies of heaven, and they all praised God singing. Okay, if this isn't enough already, the glory of the Lord has already lit up the fields. They've already received the most joyous news that the world will ever hear. They've been told about a miraculous sign. And now, if that's not enough, that's not enough. Every angel in the Lord's army wants in. Come on. Every angel And the Lord's army wants in on this and the delivery of the most joyous message that the world will ever receive. Of course they did. Of course they, of course they're all pressing in. Of course they're like, send me, use me. I want to go. They all show up. And this is what they said. They sang. They praise God. They can't help themselves. Who could help themselves? The King of Kings has just ushered in the kingdom realm. And the sign is this, the miraculous sign is you'll find him wrapped in strips of cloth, lying in a feeding trough. And this is what they sing. Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven. For there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. Wow. What a message. It is the most joyous message, glory to God in the highest realms of heaven. For there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men, amazing. When the choir of angels disappeared back to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go, let's hurry and find this word that is born in Bethlehem and see for ourselves what the Lord has revealed to us. So they ran into the village and found their way to Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in a feeding trough. Upon seeing this miraculous sign, the shepherds recounted what had just happened. Everyone who heard the shepherd's story was astonished by what they were told. But Mary, Mary treasured all these things in her heart and often pondered what they meant. The shepherds returned to their flock, ecstatic over what had happened. They praised God and glorified him for all they had heard and seen for themselves, just like the angel had said. It's not a very long story, but it's chock full. The shepherds had the opportunity to tell everyone that they passed on their way. And what had just happened. I'm not sure how many people believed them. After all, they were low-level workers, just shepherds, showing up and doing what they do. that night, they got to see the miraculous sign. They got to behold the Lamb of God. And I love that that Brian Simmons includes in the footnotes in this portion of scripture, he talks about where the, um, the Passover lambs were raised, and it was likely that it was in this same area that Jesus was born. And it's likely that, he was treated in the same manner that the Passover lambs were. They would be born, they'd be wrapped in strips of cloth, and they would be laid in a manger to be sure that they remained without spot or blemish. So naturally, the Lamb of God, the perfect one, the Passover lamb, would come about the same way. And of course, it would be shepherds who get to hear the announcement first. Outside of Mary and Joseph, it was shepherds who just showed up and did what they do. No expectancy building in their heart. They just showed up. And for me, even though I walk in expectancy, I do. I love to be in a state of awe and wonder. Expectant, waiting. But maybe you're not there. Maybe you're not in a space of expectancy. Maybe life isn't great right now. Maybe there's troubles all around you. Don't think that for one minute, God does not want to intrude your space. You might not have hunger building in you for him, but there is a hunger in him building for you. He's desperate for you to experience his love. There is nothing more that the Father wants than for his presence to collide with your life. And the truth is, he's already lighting up your field. You just need eyes to see. Maybe, maybe there's failure that's surrounding you. Maybe there's sickness that's surrounding you. Maybe there's grief that you're experiencing. Maybe you're overloaded with fear of the future. Maybe you're unsure of the future. He knows. He knows. And he's ready to encounter you anyway. He's ready to light up your field with his blazing glory. He's ready to offer you the most amazing news that the world has ever heard. All because he thought you up in the first place. Whatever is coming against you right now, let the Christmas cheer break through. Ponder the things that he has done for you, treasure them in your heart. Consider all that he's capable of. And maybe you can't recount. Personally, anything that has gone right for you, go back to the beginning. He thought you up in the first place. You were on his mind. When he created you, he thought of every detail, every intricacy of your worth, of your value, of what would hold you together. What would delight you of what would make you sad? He thought of it all. You are beautiful. You are loved and you are valuable. Allow the blazing glory of God to break through your mundane world today. The only thing that it's going to take is for you to set your mind on loftier things. Remember in Philippians 4, let's turn there really quick. I love Philippians 4. I love the the promise that, that it holds, that it offers. Let's just read through this because it's just a simplistic roadmap of how to... Get ourselves in a place where we can experience the blazing glory of God. First, I have to find it. Here it is. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Right? Be cheerful with joyous celebration. In every season of life. See, the thing is, we can teach ourselves to posture in celebration. We can. We can. We can learn this. We can learn how this is done. There, there are things that are supernatural and miraculous. And then there are things that, that we are, are taught, that we teach ourselves to do and learning to celebrate no matter what is one of them learning to to praise no matter what is one of them and i know that right now especially right now in this season we are all invited into a, a posture of praise to to offer up thanksgiving and praise no matter what to to have to teach our minds how to be grateful right instead of looking for the complaints and the grumblings we're looking for a reason to praise and this works it's actually very very powerful and it doesn't take a whole lot you begin to do it and it's kind of addictive because you're like oh that felt good right and and, and grumbling and and complaining that does nothing for you it actually it does things against you it tears you down and um, doesn't offer any hope but this is what it says be cheerful and joyful joy is celebration in every season of life let joy overflow For you are united with the anointed one. See, the difference between you and the shepherds is that Jesus has already accomplished what he came to accomplish. You've already been united with him. He's already enfolded you into himself. Salvation is already yours. Yeah. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship for our Lord is ever near. Are you being gentle with the people around you right now? Sometimes we create bad habits of how we interact with one another. Are you being gentle? If you're not, here's a surefire way to get there. Begin to ask Jesus to reveal the person that you're struggling with if you're annoyed by them, if your relationship is strained, you need to ask Jesus, reveal the beauty of that person to me. Go back, go back to the beginning. Ask him, what did it look like to create this person? Show me the details. What were you thinking when you thought them up? Reveal your mind to me. And begin to pray for them. Anyway. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship, for our Lord is ever near. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. What an invitation. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. He's like, this is an invitation to not be duplistic. Like, we're either faith beings or we're not. We either believe or we don't. And so, he's just inviting us into a singular mindset of. God's got us. He's got us. We don't have to worry. Worry doesn't add anything to our life. It takes away from. In order to experience the blazing glory of God, we have to have our minds focused solely on his goodness. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Whoa! Start to tease those things apart that are bothering you. And lift them up, petition the Lord with those things. Ah, I love that. Can I read that again? Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Wow. If you have daunting thoughts that are coming against you right now, just begin to thank Him for something, anything, and it will break those bonds. You are not designed to carry daunting thoughts. You are not made for hopelessness. You're made for hope. The only way to get there though, is to begin to commune with him, create communion with him. Tell him every detail. Tell him every detail. Then God's wonderful peace. Remember that was the good news. Peace and goodwill to all men. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Commune with God and the peace that transcends all human understanding will make the answers known to you. Interesting. I love that. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real all that is authentic and real, those thoughts that are bombarding your mind and creating a a doom landscape, that's not authentic and real. That God deals in hope, not hopelessness. Peace and goodwill to all men, that the promise would be ever before you. Yeah. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable. See, this is really important because when we're dealing with each other, it needs to be thoughts of honor. Even if I annoy you, you need to find thoughts of honor in my regard and vice versa. Beautiful and respectful Pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. See, we need to remember, go back and remember, just like Mary said, I treasure these things in my heart. That's what she's saying. I fasten my thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. Jesus. Thank you that you always come through no matter what. That that despite my worry and my fear, you come through no matter what. Despite my lack of expectancy, you come through no matter what. Even when I'm just going through the motions, you show up no matter what. Praise Him always. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you and the God of peace will be with you in all things. Don't don't spill the Christmas cheer this year. Let's finish well. We only have eight more days. Don't spill the Christmas cheer. Drink it. Fix your thoughts on the things that are above. Fix your thoughts on the miraculous works of God, even if that means that you are just contemplating the miracle sign of the King of Kings lying in a feeding trough that ushered in the kingdom of heaven for your sake. That's good enough. If that's the only place that your mind can get to today, that's good enough. The blazing glory of God will break through in that. Okay? Hey, have a very, very Merry Christmas and a blessed Christmas Eve, Eve as you are just leading up to the big day. Contemplate the mighty works of God. Petition him. Break through anyway. I, see, that's the thing, you guys. Like, I know. I know what it's like to, to feel buried. I know what it's like to have hopelessness extend an invitation. But your job as a child of God is to break through anyway. To do these things anyway. Don't let hopelessness bury you. We are dealers in hope. Breakthrough, anyway. It's your right as an heir or heiress of God. Okay? You're a king. Put your crown on and walk like one. Dress yourself in those royal robes today. Know whose you are. Know where you belong. And what does it look like to be you? Revel in that today. God bless you all. And I pray that your Christmas is far greater than you could hope, dream up, or expect, God be with you. I love you.